All right, brethren, if you will, let's turn to John 13. <clears throat> John chapter 13. I was struggling for a title, and I just, in complete denial. <laughs> Peter's going to deny the Lord three times. He perfectly denied him. I can't see real good with these glasses. I got to get some new ones. I got. I want to look at you. Have you completely denied him? Have you completely denied the Lord? I mean, in totality. I hope you say. If you say yes, I got a message for you. If you say no, you still think you're righteous. And you'll die and go to hell thinking that. Time's short. I want to be as plain as I can be. You'll die in your sins in an eternal fire and brimstone and the worm that never dies thinking you did something good. I pray he shows us that we've completely and teetotally denied him. I want to get the, we used to call this the bluff. B-L-U-F. Bottom line up front in case I miss it. In case I forget to tell you. You will deny the Lord, and he will be faithful to that he promised. You're going to deny him. If you ain't denied him already, you're going to, and I'm going to. In the next 12 months, you're going to deny him. You're going to deny his word. You will deny his preachers, the words that they bring to you. You're going to dismiss it, or in the next 12 days, or the next 12 minutes, or the next 12 seconds, me too. We're going to deny him. We have denied him. We came in this world denying him. We went to a thousand different churches denying him. And if we're his, if he died because of our denial, because of our unbelief, he's going to prove himself to be faithful to the things that he promised us. Then he's going to give us something to do. We'll see it in a couple of weeks. But. Hebrews 10, 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. How are you going to do that? How are you going to walk by faith? Everybody talks about gets bumper stickers and birthday cards and everything else. How are you going to do that? Why are you going to do that? Why are you going to hold, hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering? Without. For... That means because he is faithful that promised. I'm going to deny him. How can I hold fast to thee? And how am I going to sustain? How am I going to persevere and be preserved? He's faithful. There'll come a day I pray, I'll say that. And someone said, Kevin, I never heard you say that before. <laughs> That's marvelous. He is faithful. <laughs> That'd be a good day. Be sweet. I want to look at Peter's denial tonight. He denies three different times to three different people. He denies to the damsel, a young teenage girl. We don't have any in here tonight. But a young teenage girl. He denies knowing the Lord to his peers. Good old-fashioned religious folks, just like he used to be. There in the palace. And he denies to one specifically that knows his guilt. But what did the Lord promise Peter? He's the one that's going to be faithful about it. Peter's going to deny him. Christ's going to be faithful. 
What did he promise him? Remember this whole night? This is all one night. Chapters 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. One night. We've been in this a long time. It didn't take long to play out. They're going to have to remember a lot because the Lord said a lot to them that night, didn't he? You're in John 13. Look at verse 36. John 13, 36. Simon Peter said unto the Lord, Whither goest thou? Jesus answered him, said, Whither I go, thou canst not follow me now, but thou shalt follow me afterwards. Peter said unto him, Lord, why can't, cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. I'll die for you. I'll die for this gospel. I'll give it everything I got. Jesus answered, verse 38, says, Wilt thou lay down thy life for my sake? Will you? Verily, verily, truly, truly. That means of a truth, of a truth. That means the Lord says you better pay attention. I say unto thee, the cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. That's the end of a chapter, but it's not the end of a paragraph. Paragraph goes on. We just have this so we can look it up real quick. <laughs> Turn to John 14, verse 1. We can get there real fast. But it's the same paragraph, the same breath the Lord's speaking to him. He says in verse 38, I say unto thee, the cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. Let not your heart be troubled. That's going to happen. You're going to deny me in perfection. Don't let your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Do you remember what that place was? I told you what it was. We looked at it a couple times. A place of reconciliation. That's what we need. That's what I'm going to go make for you, Peter. You believe in God. Believe in me. Don't be troubled. Everybody else got a reason their heart needs to be troubled. Some people said, my heart's troubled. It ought to be good. We'll set a little bit. Good to be cold. Good. Lord speaks to his people. <laughs> he, he can say that I can't. Don't let your heart be troubled. You ain't got no reason for it to be. If I go to prepare a place for you, it gets better than that. This ain't just some place you've got to get to. I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. What a promise. You're going to deny me. I ain't going to deny you. I'm going to keep you. You're mine. It, not your words can't describe it the mind can't think it it's going to be better than that because you're going to be like me and be with me it's going to be good if he says it's good it's real good a lot happened that night all the same night isn't it before this denial stuff come up turn over John 18 this will be our text John 18 we remember Judas brought a battalion of men Armed to the teeth, and they were going to bind and lead away the Lord. Put him on trial, wouldn't they? And the Lord Jesus Christ got to them first, and he asked them who he was looking for. And he says in verse 5, they answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. John 18, 5. And Jesus saith unto them, I am. And they fell to the ground. He asked them a second time. They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Verse 8. Jesus answered, I've told you that I am. Won't you tell us plainly? <laughs> I told you. He walked this earth three and a third years. 
telling them plainly. I've told you, I am. But there's conditions to that. There's a commandment with it. If therefore you seek me, here's the condition. If you want me, let these go their way. And that's what happened. Right now, do you think if, if the Israelis captured that head Hamas guy and he said, now you can take me, but you let all these other ones go away. They'd laugh and kill every one of them. I would too. They'd come into my house and did that to them. That's the Lord speaking. Peter's heart burned in him. His heart was on fire. He loved his Lord. But it, it burned a little too much, didn't it? Sometimes young believers and old believers, they get a little too anxious. As we used to say, they lean a little too far forward in the saddle. And we have a burning heart to serve the Lord, but we just don't have the wisdom in ourselves to do it right yet. And the heart's in the right place, but we're making terrible decisions. Practically and spiritually, what, what Peter was doing was just a horrible idea. Uh, practically, they're 60 to 1, Tim. <laughs> it's battalion-sized element. They got two swords between the 12 of them. This a good idea. He's ready to die for his Lord. I'll deny you. Watch this. I don't know what was inside of him. But the Lord had just said, let these go their way. The battle's done. You're just trying to start a war now, Peter. You trying to get us all killed? What are you thinking? It ain't logical. But Peter was not going to deny his Lord, was he? He was ready to die for his master. Verse 10 says, Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. And Jesus then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into the sheath. The cup which my father hath given me shall I not drink it. You want to stop? Another time he said, Get behind me, Satan. What a scary thing. Try to stop him, wouldn't he? Stop this stuff. Well, Peter's going to get to the nine. The Lord heals Malchus's ear. We'll see that hopefully in a little bit too. But Peter denies to a damsel, a young girl. Look here in verse 15. And Simon Peter followed Jesus. They were free, free to go. And so did another disciple. That disciple was known unto the high priest and went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. When they took the Lord Jesus into that palace to interrogate him with Annas, this disciple had enough credentials to walk right in with them. Nobody questioned him. The gate guards didn't get a hold of him. <laughs> he walked right in. A lot of the commentators, they say likely this was Nicodemus because he was a secret disciple for a while, wasn't he? Let me tell you something. They ain't going to be no closet Christians. If God's done a work in somebody, they're going to declare him publicly and they're going to identify with his people. And it hadn't happened yet with Nicodemus. But he's going to. He's going to take 100 pounds of aloe. How much is 100 pounds of aloe? What's that? I'm guessing. Three or four, five-gallon buckets? How much would that be? And walked through town. You think they mocked that fella? What are you doing with that? I'm going to anoint the Lord's body. Well, you're a fool. Well, I'll just be a fool, then I'm his fool. But they walked in. Could have been Joseph of Arimathea. He was in the same boat, wasn't he? But Peter stood at the door without. He couldn't go in. Then went out that other disciple, which was known unto the high priest, and spake unto her that kept the door, and brought Peter in. There was a girl there, a damsel, that kept the door. 
she was that was the the, the bouncer. You get the picture here. There's a, a 75 pound girl. That's the doorkeeper. <laughs> Peter couldn't go in. He had to be led in. Didn't he? Someone else had to command it. But this <clears throat> other disciple talked to that girl that kept the door and brought Peter in. Then saith the damsel that kept the door unto Peter, Art not thou also one of this man's disciples? Wait a second. If it's Nicodemus or whoever, hey, let him in. Okay, what? Ain't you one of that guy's disciples? Just walked in here. I think I recognize you. And he saith, I am not. Why a damsel? I thought about that all week. Why a damsel? Why is this? This is what the Lord has described. He's going to do it three times. And he tells us in all four Gospels, this took place. Peter's denial. This first one was a damsel. That's somebody I could conquer. You think about that? That's easy, isn't it? Some little girls, you can't go through that door. Move, child. <laughs> I know this is, this is odd in this day. Uh, Grown-ups tell kids what to do, okay? That's that's the norm for 6,000 years on this earth. Now it's got flip-flops. Now the, the, the children tell the adults what to do. I don't know what's going on, but used to back in the good old days. What are you doing? I can handle this, can't I? Just a little maiden. How easy would it be? Not just moving physically, but spiritually. How easy would it be for me to tell a a 14-year-old the gospel? Little teenage girl. That's easy, right? Well, if they laugh at you, who cares? You got... About everybody's got more gray hair than I do. Care what a teenager thinks of you? That's easy, isn't it? Easy in the beginning. And I thought, you know what that damsel equals? That fruit of Adam. Think about that. All you got to do is not eat the fruit. Easy. Easy. What if it was you in that garden instead of Adam? I'd be fine. What about you? You in that garden instead of Adam? Instead of Eve? I could resist. It's just it's a little girl. It's a little apple. A little pomegranate or whatever. Fruit do that no you can't not without the almighty god's providence intervening you're no match this big commercial fisherman that smelled like fish and had scars all over him and cussed and spit probably chewed tobacco they had tobacco back then stuck his head down and just waited and he said i'm not i'm not verse 18 and the servants and the officers stood there who had made a fire of coals for it was cold and they won't remember that article I wrote in the bulletin last week. That caught me. I hope it made sense to you all. It was cold. They made a fire. This is the same night. What was the Lord doing? Sweating great drops of blood. That ought to give us a little insight about sin, about that punishment, huh? For it was cold, and they warmed themselves, and Peter stood with them. Who did he stand with? Them. Peter stood with them, and he warmed himself. Peter was cold. He was cold. It was cold. He was real cold, wasn't he? Denying the Lord, denying who who he loved in front of a little girl, an unknown little damsel. Much could be said about the fellowship with those who do not know the Lord and calling fellowship when you ain't in the same boat with them. Maybe you are, I don't know. Uh, much can be said about that, being unequally yoked. But seeing the warmth of this world and trying to find 
seeking that warmth in family and seeking that warmth in things and seeking that warmth in experiences and seeking that warmth in our own good works. That's called iniquity. He's cold. And he's not looking to his Lord. He's looking to that fire, isn't he? With them. With them. But it was good Peter was cold. It was good that commercial fisherman that used to stay out nights on that boat and that spray coming over. It gets cold on the water, don't it? Some of y'all have been out on boats. You've been by the water, been by a lake. That sea foam coming up hitting him. And has a little chilly. He'd been fine. You'd have been fine, wouldn't you? No, he is cold, and that's good. Lord said in Revelation 3, I know thy works, and thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. What's that mean? Well, we got the gospel, and we like it pretty good. Well, it ain't. ain't there's going to be some adversity to that. Oh, well, you know, maybe next week we can get it. That's lukewarm. You know what lukewarm is? Room temperature. When a body gets room temperature, what's that? Dead. Peter was cold. Good. Good. That's called needy. Needy. Some people sleep clean through the gospel. Did you know that? Not care one lick for it. Man, that's just another Wednesday. Lord said he'll spit you out of his mouth. I have, a compa I have compassion for people's souls. Almost like I have to give an account or something. I care. In verse 18, Peter stood with them and he warmed himself. Now after this first denial, this part of the events is given to us. It's very important. Peter denies and then you could take his whole next piece and kind of remove it and keep reading clean through. We'll see that in a second. But this is real important. The, Lord made, the Holy Ghost put this in John to write. Verse 19, and the high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. Who's your people and what do you preach? The high priest asked him, didn't he? Which one? There were two in office, right? And very likely there were many former ones around. Well, they used to be high priests and that one used to be high priest. And that one's going to be high priest next year. I just know it. He's on the ballot. That's the one I'm voting for. This is still Annas, but it was uh, Caiaphas' father-in-law. What a shame. <laughs> Throughout the Old Testament, the high priest was in the high priest office forever until they died, and then their son, not their son-in-law or not their cousin, not their nephew or somebody else, everybody just likes a whole lot. I think he'd do a good job. Took the place of the high priest. How did they get to this? How did these changes come about? I'll tell you. From Malachi to John the Baptist. People, what, you know what they call that? Do you remember Deanne? 400 years of silence. 400 years of silence. And you know what the end state of that 400 years of silence was? They got two high priests. They'd vote one in. They'd vote one out. They wouldn't have to be related. This was all for profit. Did you read anything about them having blood sacrifices? There must be blood. They didn't say nothing about that. It's a drive-through thing. You can just hire somebody else to do it. You don't have to see those things. It smells funny. It gets real slippery. No blood sacrifice was mentioned. They were observing what? What's the scripture say? The Jews' Passover. It used to be the Lord's Passover. And they were about to kill God's Messiah. 
because he's getting in their way of religion to play in church. And they're doing this whole thing as we go through it like they got the instruction manual. You know how you get you buy something, you unfold it and unfold it and unfold it, and then you find where it says it in English, and you go down and you start reading. And it's like somebody was standing there and say, all right, now take take his coat. All right, now get a thorn. Okay, now we're going to have to, but don't break his bones. Hold, hold on a second. It's like they're reading the instruction manual. Right there. You reckon they have enough sense to do it? To do it right? Oh, and Caiaphas too. He's the one that said, one man has to die that the rest of us may live. He said a little bit of good, didn't he? Would you sell out everything you've got and go sit underneath Caiaphas? Would you want... That 99% of rat poison is good food, isn't it? Well, he says some good things. It's just a little bit of living. God warned of that, didn't he? Did God warn about it? That's what his word says, isn't it? He warned it. That's what happens when the Lord doesn't have a voice in a place. When the Lord quiets a voice or doesn't give an ear, that's what happens. I put it in bold and I underlined it for me to hear too. That's what happens when the Lord doesn't have a voice in a place, when he removes it. Verse 19. The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world. I ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple, whether the Jews always resort. News there. And in secret have I said nothing. This gospel's not hid. Lord, don't save somebody, and they, they tuck it up deep down inside and go hide underneath the basket, and I'm going to go get in a cave somewhere, and I ain't going to never tell nobody, I ain't going to be a lot in this world, and I'm just going to make all my neighbors mad. And then I'm going to say, I'm a good Christian. Ain't nothing hid. It's going to come out. Like that little fella said, if Christ is in me, ain't he going to stick out? And Yeah, he is, son. He will. You're going to talk like him. You're going to walk like him because he's walking in you. He said, I've said nothing in private, in secret. Verse 21, why ask thou me? <laughs> why are you asking me? Ask them which heard me. How many people listened to him? Thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands. How many people heard him? A remnant. He said, go ask one that heard me. They'll tell you everything I've told you. It ain't going to be complicated neither. Go ask them which heard me what I have said unto them. Behold, they know what I said. We'll look at this next week, Lord willing. Just this one verse. But behold, they know what I said. Because he taught them. They're taught of God. And that doesn't matter what continent. I was thinking this the other day. If you've got two believers that have absolutely nothing in common. i got kids. They don't have kids. I'm married. They're single. Uh, I, I like basketball. They can't walk. I don't know. What, they, spit, they come from a whole other culture and their whole outlook on everything on life and raising kids and how to work at a, get a buggy at a grocery store. Everything's different. That's good because we ain't got to talk about all the nonsense. We got one thing in common. We're going to have good conversations. That's what we're going to have. That's a good thing, isn't it? What did Paul say? Kevin, but, but, but. <laughs> what scriptures say? I want to know nothing of you say Christ and him crucified. That's a good thing, isn't it? We know he's taught us. It says, why askest thou me, verse 21, ask them which heard me what I've said unto them. Behold, they know what I said. And when he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, answerest thou the high priest so? Well, they had some respect for the preachers then, didn't they? 
<laughs> for that elected office. You going to talk to the priest that way? Don't you dare talk to him that way. Who you think you're talking to? It says with the palm of his hand. Doesn't it? If you have a marginal reference Bible, you got a little one there. It'll say, or with the rod. Well, that's a big difference, isn't it? <laughs> I'll tell you all some other time. But there's a difference between stop and slow down, ain't there? There's a difference between can and won't, or, or can't and won't. Uh, there's a difference between a hand and a rod. I'd rather get slapped in the head and, than get hit with a rod. How could that be both? You know, it's a, that's a stumbling stone that, that Pharisees go chew on for a week and just miss Christ, isn't it? They pistol whipped him. He had it in his hand. That, that just hurt. I'd rather get hit with a rod, I think. Does that make it burn within you? The Lord was sitting there. He told them, plain, he said, go ask my people. And they smacked him and said, you know who you're talking to? I want to cut some ears off now. Do you? Over Micah 5, one, it says, Now gather thyself in troops, O daughter of troops. He hath laid siege against us. They shall smite the judge of Israel with a rod upon the cheek. He said, ask my people. I've taught them. That troop hit him in the face. This was the scriptures being fulfilled. According to the scriptures. Verse 22. When he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Answerest thou the high priest so? And Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why smitest thou me? Now Annas had sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Why was that in there? Here's the Peter's denial to the peers. This is after the pistol whipping. Remember verse 18 there at the end? It said, And Peter stood with them and warmed himself. Verse 25. And Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. So you keep on reading. This was important. They said therefore unto him, Art not thou also one of his disciples? And he denied it and said, I am not. Right then when the Lord is taking that beat, he probably heard that. You ever seen somebody get hit or heard, heard somebody get hit? Just flesh on flesh, but you can hear it. A good thump, you can hear it a long way, can't you? Right then, as this was taking place, he heard he, that he was the only one getting hit. He knew his Lord just been struck in the face and appeared, just another human, just another guy around a fire, just another guy that puts his pants on the same way I put my pants on. He knows just as much Bible as I know. That fellow sitting there asking him, he believed in the lecture. He's a Pharisee, wasn't he? He was a Jew of the national Israel. Peter said no. That's so sad, isn't it? The denial of the Lord in action. I tell people what the Lord says sometimes, and I get a lot of butts. I do. The scriptures say this. Yeah, but. Well, if you don't believe me, don't listen to me. Go chew on somebody else's leg. <laughs> I got studying to do. If you want, if you want to pick a fight, go go get in a ring. That's what the Lord says. Well, maybe I know better. That's the problem, isn't it? I get a lot of butts. I'm encouraged when I don't. I'm encouraged when I don't. A friend of mine, he preached his first message recently, and I'm happy. And uh, but there's a lady there, and she was on drugs, and 
she was asking him on a about a wedding, and she said, "Are you gonna? He's gonna preach a wedding." And she said, "Are you gonna get up and ask if anybody has any objections to this union?" I'm guessing she's gonna object. And he said, "Nowhere in the scriptures is there room for objecting to Christ wedding his bride. That ain't in the Bible." And they said, "Are you gonna have a traditional wedding?" I, got, I laughed out loud whenever I was, I was told that question. I was like, this is as traditional as it, as it gets. And he said, it's older in time. <laughs> and you know what that woman did? She didn't say, yeah, but it says this. Well, but it says that. Well, but so-and-so did this. She shut her mouth and walked away. Didn't have nothing else to say. <gasps> I'm encouraged by that. I'm encouraged by that. Lord may teach that woman something. I don't know. I'd like to go talk to her. That's a good thing, isn't it? Peter denied to his peers, to those sitting right there next to him. He just said no and was quiet, wasn't he? We've denied the Lord from the very onset. And at the moment he was being beaten in our stead, and he did that alone, all by himself. And our denial is what put him on that cross. Our denial is why that man hit him in the face. To a damsel, to a peer, now to Malchus. Many say, you'll see how it's worded. I can only read it one way. It's what stood out to me all week. Next time we go through John, I may see it the other way. I don't know. But many say this is one of Malchus's relatives, the one that got his ear cut off, and maybe so. Then it's a personal accusation, and it's true, isn't it? Just like that avenger of blood. Remember that avenger of blood? If, you, if there's a manslayer, they'd seek him. As long as they get in there, that city of refuge is for the manslayer, and that was for... Those avenger of blood to protect them from committing murder, wasn't it? What'd you have to do? You have to go in that city of refuge. You have to seek refuge. Did Peter seek refuge? Look here in verse 26. And one of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman whose ear Peter cut off, saith, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Now, if that's the kinsman of Malchus who Peter cut his ear off, Wait, you, how's my family member? Hold on. I was paying attention to him because I heard him squall. I know his sounds. What? That was you, wasn't it? This could be Malchus too, isn't it? Mm, so much confusion. It was so dark. That's Peter's relation. Peter was a Jew. That was his kinsman. Peter cut his ear off. Malchus was used and named Lost an ear, couldn't hear, and the Lord stopped everything and put his ear back on. He could hear. My opinion don't mean nothing, but I'm encouraged by that. Are you? I may, I may get asked Malchus about this one day, and he'll say, Lord did it. <laughs> he did good, didn't he? For the child of God that we wounded, the one that's already been defeated and conquered by Christ, or like Paul said, I persecuted the church. What made me think of that? How many times have you and I denied the work of the Lord that know him? There's no way I'm his child. Have, have you ever said that? You ever looked in the mirror and said, there's no way that person looking back at me in the mirror is a child of God. I'm a sinner. Isn't that who he came to seek and save? That's denying his work, isn't it? My old brother Todd says, The righteous always declare themselves to be wicked, and the wicked always declare themselves to be righteous. That's so, isn't it? 
That's so. But this, I think this was Malchus, potentially, but because the Lord's first public miracle, what did he do? In his public ministry, he turned water into wine. Blood. A lot, a lot of gallons. 150 gallons of blood. Wine. Red wine. Whatnot. What was his last public miracle? Not the resurrection and those things, but when he physically did something, it was stopping the bleeding of Malchus. How? He was about to go shed his own blood for him. <laughs> you don't need to bleed no more. Stop that. It's my job. Verse 26. One of the servants of the high priest, being, being kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, saith, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Then Peter denied. <laughs> Peter then denied again. And immediately the cock crew. In Mark's account, it says he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom you speak. I don't know. Curse and swear. Could a believer do that? <laughs> that one did, didn't it? Turn over to Luke 22. Luke 22. Verse 58. Luke twenty two fifty eight. <clears throat> it says, And after a little while another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after another confidently affirmed, saying, Of a truth, this fellow also was with him, for he's a Galilean. Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him before the cock crow, Thou shalt deny me thrice. Verse 62, look at it with me. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. What was that look, I wonder? <laughs> what was said by that look? It's okay, Peter. Then the Lord always come to his people and say, Fear not, calm down. It's all right. Don't be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. That's what he told Peter in chapter 13. Wasn't it? He looked at him. Your sin is why I must lay down my life. This denial that I told you was going to happen. This is why I'm laying down my life. This is why I'm going to the cross. I'm going to the cross, Peter, because you didn't believe me. You thought you'd done a good work cutting off Malchus's ear. You thought that was good. You didn't believe me, and I got to die. Same night, the Lord told Peter of this. There in John 16, it says, The Holy Spirit's going to convict of sin. You know why? Because they believe not on me. They don't believe him. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. Right then, Peter knew. He wept bitterly, and he said, I didn't believe him. Right there is my righteousness, looking at me. And when this is done, it's done. It's D-U-N done. <laughs> it's finished. It's over. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away. I, I know it. And he wept bitterly. I wonder why I had a big space in my notes there. I, I thought I meant to write something. 
I thought in my head, I was like, oh, I wish somebody would weep over that. And couldn't that bring a tear to somebody's eye? Somebody. And it's out of 3.8 million people that live in this county, ain't somebody affected by this? And then I had this wrote down. Now I know why. Does the tears make it real? No. Tears don't make it real. But the reality will make tears. The tears don't make it real. Tears ain't going to do you nothing. Well, I, I cried real good at that message. Who cares? I don't mean nothing. But the reality of the Lord saving somebody and working in them and making him making them see that he's all, that's going to produce some tears here and there. He keeps them in a bottle. That means he applies them when he sees fit. He catches them and he puts them back on you. Scriptures say that. Others cried too, didn't they? Others wept bitterly because of guilt. Didn't do them no good to no avail. Hebrews 12 says, Lest they be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how the afterward, whenever he could have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. He found no place for repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. They're going to cry for the rocks and the mountains, and I want to tell them now before that day of judgment comes. Don't you? Lord told me. At least I could go tell somebody else. Matthew 27 says, When Judas, which had betrayed him, he saw that he was condemned, and he repented himself. That was a big problem. We'll touch on that one day. He didn't repent to the Lord and cry out to the Lord that he sinned against. He's like, man, I made a bad decision. I had to pick the wrong side. He repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and elders, saying, I've sinned and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. He was sad, so sad he went and hung himself. He committed suicide. Did that do any good for him? What's the difference? What's the difference between Peter, who the, the one that hit the Lord in the face, and Peter denying him? What's the difference? One hit him in the face, the other one spit in his face. Between... Esau weeping bitterly because there's no room for repentance. And Peter out there saying, the Lord told me I was going to do this and I did it. This is my fault he's over there. What's the difference? The faithfulness of Christ. That's the difference. Him being faithful to what he promised and applying his blood to people that he bought and his thoughts to usward. He said, I know the thoughts I've thought of you. How shameful I know the thoughts I've thought of him. And he said, I had thoughts of peace and love for a good end for you, <laughs> an expected end. That's good, isn't it? Turn over to Mark 16. Mark 16, I'll go quick. Mark 16, verse 1. Peter went back to fishing. I know the feeling. Mark 16, verse 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him, anoint the Lord. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they had looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entered into the sepulcher, 
they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrightened. And he saith unto them, Be not affrightened. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. All, all that wrath that had to be endured, that cup that had to be drunk, him being made his people and us being made him, the Father's satisfied. The payment's been accepted. That place has been made, been prepared. Atonement, atonement has been made. Reconciliation. He is risen. He's not here. Behold the place where he la they laid him. Go over and look. Right there. That's where he was. He ain't there. He's risen. But go your way. Tell his disciples. What's it say right there? And Peter. You reckon that angel was just cavalier and was like, well, you tell the disciples, but I think you probably ought to tell Peter too. Tell especially Peter. Especially Peter. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him as he said unto you. <laughs> What's what, what is this all based on? As he said unto you. <laughs> Lord told you. He's going to do what he said. Go remind Peter. Those that denied him in perfection, in totality. And they cry and weep and say, I've denied him. I ain't faithful. And I said, No, you ain't. But Christ is. He's faithful. That's good news. Last one. Turn to Acts 2. Acts chapter 2 will be done. <clears throat> this was necessary. Peter had to go through this. The Lord said it, yes, and that's it. But Peter needed this. He was ready to cut somebody's ear off. But that was foolish. He wasn't supposed to go wound. He's supposed to go preach a message of reconciliation. Be reconciled to God. Not, I'm going to cut your head off. And he needed to be made meek for Pentecost. I'm learning something about meekness. That ain't just, well, I'm going to sit down and keep my mouth shut. Moses was the meekest man that walked the face of the earth. If somebody thinks that's weak, go ask Pharaoh. He walked into the king's house and said, Hey, Lord said, let my people go, now do it. <laughs> that meek? Speaking what God says and God's laid on somebody's heart and nothing else, that's called meekness. Peter had to be made meek for Pentecost. Look here in Acts 2. Now Peter doesn't have a sword in his hand, but he's got one in his mouth. <laughs> Acts 2.36 Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified both Lord and Christ. He didn't think these were people coming with bad intentions. He knew they were killers. Acts 2.36 Now therefore let the, all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified both Lord and Christ. Is that sweet and tender and I want to feel warm and fuzzy on the inside? He's preaching the truth to them because he cared for their souls. He told them the truth. Now when they had heard this, they were pricked in their heart. They didn't say, but Peter, now hold on Peter. They were pricked, the Lord did that. The Lord worked in their heart. Speak ye comfortably, speak to their hearts. They were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent 
and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise, the promise is unto you. Unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. This promise. You pricked in your heart? Repent and be baptized. <laughs> Take that pilgrimage of the mind from, from, the, from the mind of flesh to the mind of Christ. How am I going to do that? He's about to walk in me. Be baptized. Profess him publicly. And that's to you. For the promise is to you. Who's the promise to? You. <laughs> you. You that crucified Christ. I didn't do that. Well, that ain't for you then. I killed him. If I was standing there, I'd have killed him. And it's my sin that killed him. And he died because of me. The promise is to you. And that night and day. That ain't like any. <laughs> What man do you think come up with something like that? No man did. God did. That's his salvation. And it's just and it's right and it's holy and it's good. What a thought. All that the Lord would make us cold. We'd see what we are and that he's our only one. That'd be a good day, wouldn't it? I pray so. Let's pray together. Father, forgive us our 